Hello, you are listening to It Matters, a show about politics, current events, culture, and controversy. It Matters brings you the analytical tools to think critically about local and national social issues through open discussion and your participation. Join the conversation on Instagram at It Matters SF, Facebook at It Matters SF. You can email us at It Matters SF at gmail.com. I forgot where I was. Or we do have our website, www.itmatterssf.com. Uh, we have election info on there. You can check out sources for all of the episodes, um, as well as send us a little you know, message in our About Me page. If you have any questions, comments, concerns on our episodes, if you have a show topic, or be a guest on the show. That's right. My name is Megan Maurer. I am joined by my co-host today, Marta Navarrete. That's right. Yes. Ooh, that's good, girl. You're rolling the Mars a little bit better every day. Sam is not here today. Sam is like on the last leg of the selection stuff. He works for a nonprofit. He's out there. Yeah, phone boothing. Um, we'll actually talk about in our local props episode, which is like directly after this, um, shared spaces. I just kind of want to, you know, shout out Sam Absolutely. for doing uh, Sam Favela for doing what he's doing, helping small businesses with shared spaces. Um, in the Mission District. Correct. San yeah. yeah. And I think he, they're expanding, but we haven't they're talked trying. to him much. Right. He's so busy. Right. Um, as well as they are kind of joining the, you know, flip the Senate stuff and right. having a lot of national phone, Senate talks. Phone banking. Yeah. So applaud, Sam. We're like, really sorry you're not here. You're doing the Lord's work, darling. Yes. So today's episode, or this episode you're listening to, we are covering state props today. Whoop, whoop. We have 14 through 25. In California. With our 53 house reps. That's right. Yes. We've said this over and over. This is just kind of our top of the show. Please vote. We're not just voting on president. California has the most voting power for the president through the Electoral College. As we know. As yes. we have. Yeah, as we are right now. However, in general, we have the most political power in the country in the House. Totally. We could be our own country, you guys. We really could. By the way, 2008, there was a withdrawn prop to split up California in three states. But we'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. Or we won't talk about it, but like that's we're interesting. Extra. Yeah. So if that tells you what people are trying to pass. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're doing state props today. We have 14 through 25. The format of this episode, we kind of acknowledge that this is mostly for non-voters, people right. that aren't planning to vote, haven't voted yet. Mm -hmm. We're hoping this might change your mind. We're not telling you what to vote, mm -hmm. how to vote. We are just, please ask, telling you to vote. And this is just like a little bit of a breakdown for you. If you don't understand mm -hmm. what is on the ballot, if you don't want to read everything, just boop, press yep. play. Exactly. If you're undecided and you're listening to this, hopefully it inspires you to go ahead and fill it out and drop it in early. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I think I should stop and we should just get into the <laughs> Let's episode. Let's do it. Yes. Let's discuss state props yes. in California. We'll start with uh, Proposition 14. One thing that Megan uh, pointed out to me that I did not know, if it's a state prop, it's a number. If it's a local prop, it's yeah. a letter. And actually... Uh, local letter. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot you Boom. that today. Uh, my roommate and I were talking about why they're certain numbers. Mm -hmm. So just a little added information. Um, drop some knowledge, girl. Yeah, there's something about these prop numbers, right? And so the the law itself is named something. It's just given a prop for the election. So once it's passed, that doesn't really matter. 
Um, it's that they're just numbered sequentially, and then every 10 years, they start over. So that's just oh, an, absolutely. Yeah, it just okay. kind of explains it why there's random numbers. Yeah. The year. Okay. The numbers go up. Yeah. Got it. I'm like, not really important, just added info. All right. Well, um, but like you said, Prop 14. Having said that, Prop 14. <laughs> so this uh, bond, it, sorry, this prop authorizes bonds to continue funding stem cell and other medical research. How do we feel about that? Like you're saying, it is continuing the stem cell research funding. Prop 71 in 2014 was for $3 billion, and that prop created the California Institute for Regenerative Medicine, or CIRM. Prop 14 in 2020, it's continuing funding, so it's giving the CIRM, which was created in 04, we're already doing that whole back and forth mm-hmm. thing, it gave, it's going to give them $5 billion more, dollars, mm-hmm. right? Oh, and wow. so in a nutshell... They spent three million or three billion in fourteen years, so now they're asking for five point five billion that it'll take us thirty years to pay off. But like we should expect to see another prop for this in like fifteen years, you know. Well, I guess that's one thing we didn't mention that we are going to be doing is going back and forth comparing them to the props that we've already passed or haven't passed. Right, or history like just of where them. we've seen this before. Right. So technically, right. we should just keep an eye out and see if that prop does come back. Sooner rather than later. The fact is that they are asking for $2 billion more dollars, mm-hmm. and some of that is for more positions on the board. Mm-hmm. So something we've talked about in the Congress episode is how much money our taxes go just to funding the people right. that are supposed to be doing it, right? And so if they're asking for $2 billion more dollars, in theory, it's for more people, to do um, research. To do, it's but it's board members, right? Yeah. So well, this gets into the investment stuff. One of the opposing views was that it could possibly lead to layoffs in like nursing and doctors or medical field. So that's a little interesting. If it that, says yes. If it said yes, yeah. If you vote, if a vote yes, that was like one of the opposing things. Yeah, and I think some of that is it's funneling any money for medicine to just stem cell, to go up, which yeah. by the way, it's like stem cell and other research. So I was mentioning to Marta, like this is a yes prop for me. However, there's a whole aspect here, which we know because of the fires, which we talked about last episode, where the federal government is using our research, they're profiting off our research, but they're specifically not giving us money. Right. And so we need these props to pay for it. Mm -hmm. And so why are we, you know, this is like devil's advocate. Why are we paying for something that the federal government is profiting off of and like not benefiting from, mm -hmm. from, but specifically not giving us resources Mm -hmm. when California is like the top three state for this kind of research. Any kind of research. Correct. And so CIRM primarily gives a lot of this grant money to uh, University of California. I've heard of them, yes. And, and <laughs> I've heard of them. Mm-hmm. And Stanford. And That's so it's just one. like there's the aspect of diversity in the board of CIRM. There's diversity in, for example, if University in California and Stanford are getting all the money and we kind of know these institutions happen to be of a certain demographic, whatever that demographic is, or class, mm-hmm. or whatever. I was telling Marta as well, Prop 16, which we're coming up on very mm-hmm. shortly, it has a lot to do with diversity in public employment. And so if we're paying for CIRM, we should have some say into who's on the board. Yes, Keep your eyes open. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there. Yes. So prop, uh, moving on, prop 15, 
increases funding for public schools, community colleges, and local government services by changing tax assessment of commercial and industrial property. Especially in San Francisco, you know, we reside in San Francisco. A lot of the wealth inequality is due to tax breaks that companies Mm -hmm. were given, right? In our census episode, we talked, this is why it all matters. Our Mm -hmm. census episode, we discussed that 2000, the year 2000, was officially when the population was evenly spread, right? Mm -hmm. And since then, it's becoming more people are moving to the West. Right. And so as more people are moving, we gave tax breaks. Now we're dealing with the effect of that because there's no general fund. There's no tax money. There's no money for education. There's nothing. Got it. So we this didn't tax is, anyone. Exactly. So this is one of the first moves to try to reverse that. Yeah, I do see that some small businesses are exempt. and mm-hmm. So there are certain exemptions that are meant to try to help. Way out. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there's businesses that they'll have a great year mm-hmm. and then they're barely in the next tax bracket, right? Yeah. That kind of stuff. So in a nutshell, Prop 15 changes your annual tax bill. For commercial or industrial properties worth more than $3 million, your annual tax bill now is based off when you purchased it. For example, you purchased a commercial building in 96 for a certain amount of money, say it was like a million dollars. You're paying in 2020, since California has become a huge you know, place, mm-hmm. more so than before, you're still only paying off the million dollars instead of the $36 million you might Be, sell it for yeah. market price. Before, it was based off the purchase price. We don't understand this, but times the tax rate at the time equals yeah. your annual bill. Now it's based off market price. So in a nutshell, you can't like sit on a property forever because it's cheap when you bought it. Once that area starts going up, and this is gentrification, yeah, you're going to start paying for the market price, right? And so it kind of helps gentrification in the way of like, you're not buying up properties here and there because this is what real estate companies do. They'll buy oh, up these fair. properties here yeah. and there, and that's when you have a whole block that's now like a huge apartment complex right. or like condos. They a break, Whole Foods yeah. on top of yeah. an Amazon store or whatever. So it's more or less changing the tax rate so that it's based off market price and not when you purchased it. Well, that's fair. Yeah. That's good. I think it's great. Next up, we have Prop 16, which you kind of mentioned. This is... It ends the ban on affirmative action in California schools and public agencies. Mm -hmm. And what that means is they're trying to allow diversity as a factor in public employment, education, and contracting positions and decisions. That's a good thing. We want diversity. And this is actually really pertaining to education Mm -hmm. uh, systems in California, Mm -hmm. which why not? I hope it trickles and makes everything else diverse it's affirmative action that's all this is it's affirmative action this one is interesting because you read it right Mm -hmm. and it was confusing and so immediately i'm like okay well wait could you sorry quick question is this uh on the ballot through legislator or through petition right and so the first two props that you mentioned um those were by petition Mm -hmm. which means that the people of california brought it up this is by legislator. Okay. Yes. So affirmative action. <laughs> right. Way, and right. Honestly, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And so the, my conclusion of that came from the research. I was telling Marta about this before we started. In the 90s in general, there was just a huge influx of migration. Mm-hmm. What 
immigrants, non uh, citizens, non citizens, mm-hmm. just everybody. Yes, we actually also just mentioned again that in our census episode, like we know that a bunch of people moved out here. Mm-hmm. Specifically, um, Latin Americans as yeah. well, right? Yeah, going 100%. through their civil wars in their countries, right? And coming here, and so what's nuts is in the '90s. So this 1994, it was called Save Our State, Prop 187. Hmm. That's one of the props that happened around this time. It was two white guys that wrote the law, put it on the bill. Literally, just says you can't consider any kind of diversity demographic, like hmm. you can't consider demographics, and so you can't walk up to a public board for example cirm prop 14 Mm -hmm. you can't walk up to them and say hey you guys have too many white people which they do by the way um but this will start to roll that back well hopefully because like i said this is really just pertaining to education it it is focused on education correct right right but you would hope because on paper it's everything yeah but that's i mean we know this we know affirmative Mm -hmm. action it's been in the news and this is literally trying to roll back what has been and I think it's crazy that it's been in place since 94. So okay. not enough people have done, you know. There's another thing we've talked about like in 96 which was passed by Bill Clinton and I cannot remember what this bill is called, but because of this bill we are able to deport anyone who has ever committed a crime mm-hmm. or said they were ever a citizen and were not a c- citizen that becomes a crime and therefore you can be deported for it since 1996 mm-hmm. so through clinton administration through uh george bush administration through obama and now trump is the one that's really enforcing it i've mentioned it before but again it's just like that laws that were put in place to right really keep out immigrants all to say there are newer props that pass that are trying to reverse those right and you had one in 96 called prop 209 and that was um to forbid public schools and agencies from using race and other immutable characteristics in admissions hiring and contracting decisions so yes that that is something that we are trying to reverse like obviously in that pass so Get it together, California. I it, guess we're trying. You it know? just blows my mind that it's like, honestly, I read 1994 and it's like, it's been this way this long. But then you get into who's running our state. Two white guys wrote the prop, you know, Pelosi, uh, Newsom. You just have all these people saying that they're for affirmative action. And it's like, like yeah, come on. I, how can, again, to the point of we can't just have white men making the decision for everybody in this country. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we have diversity and it's not what, you know, our country looks like. So let right. people of color or Well, you can different... only ask someone so many times before you right. demand it. Absolutely. And that's, pro- and that's that where ro- we're at. Pride protests in the streets. That's yeah. where we're at. Moving on. Prop 17. We have restore voting rights to people on parole. Yeah, to be honest, this is kind of one of those that I don't have too many notes for. Yeah, that's an interesting one. It is, and it it just is one of those things, I guess we were talking about 17-year-olds voting in the year of their Mm -hmm. election. It's, I call it affirmative action as well. It's human rights, it's voting rights, it's affirmative action. Civic duty, in a way, right? I mean, mind you, there's also, there's $582,000 for it and none against it. I think that felons should have the right to vote after they've committed their sentence. Yeah. You cannot know how many people are in jail unjustly for nonviolent crimes. Absolutely. Felons, like, 
you can't know that there's a huge there's too big of a percentage and so to read this and not think of those people mm-hmm. to me is mm-hmm. insane like yeah. that's the first thing I thought of was like well most of these felons are nonviolent offenses because of course the opposing is like you're gonna let rapists vote and it's like rapists vote every day yeah because we don't test rape kits yeah (laughs) oh gosh which is also coming up in the next couple props so to your point i completely agree with you we obviously know people are wrongfully incarcerated right and after that their lives are over that's not fair so it's not to the point where they already are imprisoned and that is unfair right so the least we could do is make them feel a little more human again. Like, hey, right. Like, and it's weird that this is like, you have a voice, you have an opinion, right? You're a human, you're a human. And it's weird that this is a progressive idea. Also, at the end of the day, you're voting for people that could decriminalize the nonviolent offenses you were in jail for anyways. Booyah. Right. Okay. Moving on. We <laughs> kind of touched on this prop 18, which is allows 17 year olds to vote in primaries. If they will be 18 for the general election. I just think it's an affirmative action Mm -hmm. vote. You know, it's not something that really needs to be tackled right now, but it will engage young people. Mm -hmm. It's already Um, allowed in 19 states. mm -hmm. Well, and if you think about it in the way of primaries being a qualifying round. Right. It helps the process because you had a say in it. Again, again, right. Because you have your primaries. And then if you are able to vote in your primaries, obviously you have your general coming up in the fall or winter whatever it is at that point and <laughs> it's like 80 it's been, still it's yeah. been trying to rain all year it's we, we're waiting for it it's whatever been trying to rain um but yeah okay <laughs> moving so on hard. so proposition 19 this changes certain property tax rules uh legislative constitutional amendment so prop 19 grants property tax savings to older homeowners and increases property taxes on many inherited homes so this is kind of interesting how did this one get on the ballot i'm just curious so it's put on the ballot by registration or legislation not by citizens homeowners who are over 55 disabled and victims of fire when they transfer their house they get to keep their lower tax rate i was yes on this until i saw a post and i'm going to shout them out rise simi valley Mm -hmm. they're doing local coverage for simi they're women They said no after talking to certain advocates. um, It will hurt communities of color. I think this is really benefiting realtors, to be honest. And so I looked up the history of Mm -hmm. props because that's something we were really focusing on is like, where have these come up before? Right. In 2018, the same prop failed. Really? So in 2018, the same prop failed and all they did was add fire victims to the prop or when you find out that affordable housing like out of the 20 units only two right are affordable housing right. exactly minimum requirements is bullshit yeah that's vote not in san cool. francisco read so, your props <laughs> right and i am just trying to be totally transparent who yes. owns wealth in the state we right. don't have wealth mm-hmm. we've never experienced true rent control once i think of it that way unless that's for everybody Old over 55 doesn't mean you're not a real estate person. Right. Right. And so, mm-hmm. and it failed in 2008. They just added fire protection. That's why this is important. Well, this is just a weird way to pressure people to leave like their homes and sell the properties or pressure them to. It's because everyone wants to leave, leave it Calif- to an heir. Right. And if it's not left to an heir, they have to raise their taxes on the property. It is. 
someone involved in the real estate stuff mm-hmm. that's happening. We're about to pass a bunch of shit that's going to retroactively collect property tax on stuff. And so this is a part of trying to help those people leave the state. Hmm. Because if you're going to leave, you're going to pay into the taxes that you haven't had to. Right. That's because the thing. Though these are taxes that haven't been affected yet. That's what it says. Right. That they haven't, that right. they've been paying the same. Okay. All right. Well. And then read into it. Yeah. Which is why this program is for non-voters. You know, the more mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, moving on to Prop 20, which I think is ridiculous a little bit. Uh, Increase possible oh. penalties for nonviolent offenses. Authorize felony sentences for certain misdemeanors. Change certain parole policies and expand requirements for DNA sample collection. How dare you add that last part? That's not included in the title. Yeah, I think the official title is restricts parole for certain offenses currently considered to be nonviolent, authorizes felony sentences for certain offenses currently threatened only as misdemeanors. So just to kind of work, like to give you basic notes on what that means, obviously they're limiting parole for nonviolent. That's clear. Mm -hmm. It lowers the threshold for the monetary amount of a felony. So for example, if you stole $300 worth of stuff, Today, it's a misdemeanor, but November 4th, if this passes, you're a felon. And it's really that low. Like, I think it's $280 or something. It it just makes, it makes the penalties tougher and putting California, like, prisons and just keeping people in prison. For non-violent offenses. And so in the middle of this criminal, like, there's just as much criminal sentences for thefts. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. Like, what is wrong with people? It should be noted that like some of the biggest financial backers of this for uh to for yes on twenty is law enforcement yeah. unions, you know, and Republican Congress people. This bill, if twenty were to pass, you get more parole time for nonviolent offenses. There is a lower threshold for becoming a felon mm-hmm. for theft. This is funding the some police, of this is guys. right, and then finally they want to collect rape kits, so collect DNA. Sorry, they don't even. They're. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. They're not calling it rape kits. They're not even mentioning the word rape. They're saying DNA samples for right. other crimes, like convicted of misdemeanors and shoplifting. No. You got to test the DNA for other things, bigger things right. happening than freaking shoplifting groceries right. or, a you know, a TV. Yeah. Until this criminal art system is reformed, they're not getting any more rights. They're not getting any more money. There's Absolutely. some of this in the local props as well. Okay. Um, yeah. Moving on. Prop 21 allows cities and counties to pass local residential rent control. So rent control obviously is a huge Mm-hmm. Huge topic for Huge. all of us Californians. <laughs> Prop 22 is meant to expand rent control that was taken away right. with certain California amendments. Um, so like the diversity prop, this is trying to start to break down props that passed in like the late 80s or 90s, like 1987. So it's Ellis Act, Costa, Hawkins Act. We all okay. know these yep. terms around election years. Those limited rent control yeah we actually did see this prop which was actually called prop 10 back in 2018 and it didn't pass so but it picked up a lot of you know like a lot of support here especially in la like southern california and i think it's only because they're now starting to feel gentrification and freaking that movement it didn't pass then but i think it's got pretty good chance this time around and actually to your point we don't have the numbers for 08 prop Mm -hmm. or 18 
But for this year, it has 21 million for it and 41 million against it. So there's wow. twice as much money to Stop. bring it down. Wow. You always got to wonder who that is, right? Numbers don't lie. Mind you, oh, right. So San Francisco, we have our own rent control stuff. And so, you know, something that we're aware of is that our prop, like we don't even really need to worry about state props in a way. However, we're both from outside of San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco has our own rent control now. Everyone hates San Francisco because they really have their own rules. Well, we, yeah, we do. <laughs> and like, mind you, we have some of the problems with California. Yeah. But oh, so we're the cause. We're the root of the problem. Supervisors. <laughs> we'll get into them in the next episode. All right. Yes. Are you ready for our favorite one now? So ready. Okay. Moving on. It's prop. So much money has been put into this oh, next prop. I'm ready for this number, oh those God. numbers. Prop 22 exempts gig worker companies like Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash, which is app based drivers basically, from requirements that workers be treated as employees. Please tell me the numbers. It has to be the one with the most on there. One, it's like the biggest discrepancy, too. It's $184 million to pass this prop. Wow. 184. When you see this money, it you have to raise an eyebrow. There's only 10 million against it. You just mentioned the three companies mm -hmm. that wrote this bill. Yeah, they're funding it. Like the it's most. it's not Uber is we're not exaggerating. Like absolutely. Yeah. If you ride Uber or Lyft recently, it's they are blasting it all over the app before you even select a ride. It says like, yes on twenty two, save your drivers. Mm -hmm. And we've talked we talked about some of these pamphlets that come into our our homes. Yeah, so he brought in and local and state. They're just ridiculous how they write. Bring it out, yeah. How they write some of these props. We said, you know, you'll see commercials for uh, Yes on 22. It's just like parents. It's right. people that have several jobs. And so they're pulling those people who could be part-time. There's no reason those people can't be part-time. Yeah, look at what it says. Sacramento politicians are threatening to shut down Right. Ride share and food delivery services. Help stop them. Yes, on Prop 22. First of all, pay your goddamn employees. There's a quote on Yes, on Prop 2. We just pulled out this pamphlet. Yeah. We should have done this this whole time. Uh, Making ends meet has never been tougher, and my family depends on the money I make from ride share to pay for the things my baby needs. I support Prop 22 because it will keep the flexible hours I need. No one's going to say, I don't need health insurance. You either yeah. have it from your other part-time job. Mm -hmm. You know, app-based driving whatever like uber saying like oh well no those are just drivers our employees are behind the desk they're compute you know they're techs like gig economy is great and i understand the benefits that people have but uber and lyft totally killed the taxi industry and those are the drivers using this app to make a living 40 plus hours a week and the taxi industry was unionized there's another reason why people are actually fighting or wanted to fight for this because we did see this on the ballot and it's why it passed in 2018 mm -hmm. and this has been uber and lyft trying to reverse it this entire time and now that we're here back in the ballot it's another election year and they've put a prop 22 all it that money that was sense. funded y'all that was chump change you found it yeah. you can find some money to pay for your employees okay prop 23 establishes new requirements for kidney dialysis clinics so I guess it's like another throwback. I think we've seen this in uh, 2018, which was Prop 8. The Prop 8 was limits on dialysis clinic revenues. That prop was meant to cap how much pharma insurance and investors made at the clinic level. It gave the money back to clinics, right? It was like considered a tax, right? Oh, like okay. redistribution mm -hmm. of money. They were 
saying that like clinics are run down, people against that that spent over a hundred million dollars wrote this bill. Oh wow. It says it requires an on-site medical professional. It further says that's a doctor, but in the legal language, it is a highly qualified physician. Right. No different from what's required now. There's no world, like, it's against the law for there not to be a highly trained practicing, practicing doctor physician, or physician, right? right? And so all this prop does is... Again, it's one of those that have been worded. We should have passed in it way. in 18. Right. Moving on. Got the last two props. Prop number 24, amends consumer privacy laws. This was a deep dive because I... Data privacy. Did Ooh. not really understand what was happening here. In 2018, it was post-Cambridge Analytica. There was a prop that was brought up that was going to be put on the ballot to protect consumer privacy laws by the time november came around they compromised and just wrote the law and so instead of us voting on it our state assembly our state senators compromised and we passed the california consumer privacy laws right if you know that we just passed that law why is someone trying to amend it a year later absolutely we're already in progress right but like don't completely understand the wording of this that enough civil rights advocates said no because it's a pay for privacy. Right. Pay for privacy scheme. The end goal, technically. This is amending the California consumer privacy law. Consumers have the right to delete their privacy. Consumers have the right to know what's being sold. Mm -hmm. It specifically changes that wording to make it reasonably accessible. Oh, no. Which means they can make you pay for it. Right. Right. So that's the evidence I found because I was like, what the hell? There you go. Oh, so It's just interesting. It's tricky. It's tricky and people just need to pay attention. Yeah. Okay. Last but certainly not least, we have Prop 25. Referendum on a law to replace cash bail with an assessment of flight and public safety risk. This is another interesting one, actually. Mm -hmm. So we've seen this prop before. We need to get rid of cash bail, period. We need to do that. And you look into how we could change that here. Right. The issue with this prop is that it is substituting for cash bail an AI algorithm that is by default, unless we pass things like Prop 16 diversity in the institutions that would make this, Mm -hmm. but we also are going to end up contracting a private company. And we've covered this because this prop got brought up before this has been on a past season of it matters if the people programming the ai algorithms you know the white people are programming the ai it's not going to be any different implicit bias is real i don't know if you caught that yeah mike pence says there's no such thing as implicit bias whatever he literally has one of the best poker faces i've ever seen fuck that guy yeah you know a person seeing a res an address or who the person is and that kind of stuff We need to be paying attention to how that's being done. Mm -hmm. We could pass this again. Yeah. With like not AI. There's, you know. And that's the thing. Like, is there a better way for this bill to be passing? Because I I hear it and it's like, wait, so we want to take away the cash bonds or the cash bail. Okay, cool. It's a little tricky. It is. If there's anything that could amend this to like not be based on AI right. or the opposite to make sure we're voting down things that strengthen the AI. 
I don't know how they're going to base it. I just mm-hmm. know that they're going to find a way to oppress or suppress people. Well, yeah. And at the end of the day, if they're the same people in charge, that's only going to do so much. What's it doing? Vote. Yeah. If Prop 20, if Prop 16 passes and there is some diversity in those government positions right. that are programming that, which we need to educate people on STEM, mm-hmm. and that's fine. So, yeah, those are state props. That's um, all of yeah. them. It's kind of convenient that a lot of them have history involved in them. Absolutely. Kind of yeah. makes it uh, easier to make your decisions because mm-hmm. you're like, uh-uh, you ain't going to get me this time. Right, or not exactly. again. Not this time, you know. Exactly. So, wow. Um, I guess. The more you know. The more you know. Next, we'll touch on our I think local. we're going local props. Yeah, these episodes are going to be a little interesting because we're just trying to get this info yeah. out. Yeah. And we I, have the again, state and local info. props are extremely yeah. important for every person in California. Yes. So, California is receiving their mail-in ballots. Whoop, whoop. I just got mine. Please vote. Vote down ballot. Flip the Senate. Uh, California senators aren't up, but we all know people all around the country. Whoop, whoop. Just wanted to get a little outro in there. Mm-hmm. Check out itmattersf.com. Um, all right. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm Megan. Thank you, Marta, for joining me. Thank you for having me. Sam, we miss you. We'll see you soon. See After you the out election. There. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Bye. Bye.